Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. On Tuesdays, I have therapist Lisa, Lisa Dunning with Life Support Behavioral Institute. That's a mouthful, I know it is. I can barely say it, but it's taken me three years to say it properly. And also, we have Pastor John Moreland with Denver Christian Bible Church that will now be located in Denver soon again. Yeah, we've been blessed to buy a building, so we're looking forward to it. Isn't it exciting? Very exciting time. You've been patient, huh, to get your own building. I don't know if I've been patient or if I just had to wait. Yeah. (laughs) There's a difference. I probably just had to wait. Probably haven't been very good. A wonderful church. (laughs) I love your church. I just love your message, and I think you have a gift for speaking, so I'm thrilled that we get both of you every uh, Tuesday. All right, now I have a couple of good news stories, and then I've been dying to get to this topic with Lisa that I think is so cool, and it's about childhood things that you can do um, that make you happy. And there are things that a lot of times as adults, you know, we're too mature to do, Pastor Moreland. And so I want to cover it because I'm not mature and I do all of these things myself. And a lot of these things do bring me joy. So we'll talk about what they are because I know that people stare at me sometimes with my kids when I do the same things they do, whether it be scootering or swinging or playing some of the same games. Or we bring baseball mitts when we take walks and we play catch. So one of them is not skateboarding, is it? Um, no, but close. But you'll have to wait and see. Yes, got to wait Tried and see. Tried that two years ago. Doesn't work <gasps> Didn't the same work well. in your late 30s. No. Oh, I believe it. No, I'll <laughs> yeah. bet it doesn't. Oh, that's funny. Well, we're in our 20s, right, Angie? Oh, so yes, yes. It won't work with uh, us. Radio 20s. Yes, radio 20s. Just keep your voice young and you're young forever. There you go. Okay, I want to talk because Pastor Morland used to be a police officer. I like to find good news that you know, I think you guys will get a kick out of. And Lisa, since you love um, being a therapist to teens, you love working yes. with teens, which is, you you know, unusual to love teens so much, which you do. You understand their brains and the I changes do. they're going through. And I just like this story because it's about um, uh, girls being empowered by female police officers. And whether it be fo- female police officers or now we've got a couple of female Army Rangers, the first right. two ever. And when I applied to West Point Military Academy 20-some-odd uh, years ago, not many women were there. And I was nominated by a local congressman, and uh, I think it was Tim Worth, and uh, way back in the day here in Colorado. And, um, I, you know, this is all these things are becoming a lot more common to have female officers and to have women in jobs that used to be considered male jobs per se. So I love it that these female officers are kind of empowering uh, girls as well. It's nice to meet you. I'm Deputy Morrow. On this day in Clark County, Vancouver Police girls Vancouver Police run the world. They dig squad cars, paddy wagons, when they have multiple bad guys, and the dream of one day doing this for real. All of them are my favorite. A couple weeks ago, four-year-old Kinley asked her mom for a police officer Halloween costume. They couldn't find one designed for girls, just boys. Kinley's mom vented on Facebook. A female Portland police officer saw it, rounded the troops, and sent Kinley this photo with a message. Girl cops are awesome. 
After that, support from officers across the nation poured in. We've heard from all 50 states, five different countries. It just feels amazing. As a mom, I just can't even describe how wonderful it is for all these people to love Kimley and not even know her and just um, support what so she's do doing. Do you want to do this job? And now others. Yes. As a, yes. Like Olivia. I like to be a police and I want to be a police when I grow up. It's really great that there are officers supporting this because oftentimes I feel like she feels kind of out of place. Not anymore. <laughs> Maybe she'll be the next Lieutenant Kathy McNicholas. To see how in, the females have come a long ways and are treated as an equal in this profession and that, you know, we're just one of the, you know, officers that will show up. They don't have to choose male or female. It's an officer. And this it's been really fun is just the beginning. I like it that she wike a be a police. I wike a be a police when I was widow too. She wike a be a police. Too cute. Isn't that sweet? Well and I think, you know, Pastor Merlin, you've got girls and you know, you do too therapist Lisa and Jorge watches his teenage daughter. I can't even believe he lets her out of the house. So here's the deal. We we want to empower them and we want them, especially as Christians, to know that they have more to offer than what society says they do. If you watch the Kardashians, which I don't, um, like in our my newswire this morning, one of the stories was about the Kardashians have a new website and an app. And I'm like, That's not news. That's not news. But what they're known for is their looks and you know, um, um, their sexuality, let's be honest. And I don't want my daughters to ever think that that's all that society thinks they have to offer because I want them to know that they're strong and they're athletes and they're good at math and, you know. Yeah. I have three daughters myself, uh, and I spend, I hope I do anyway, but I try to spend a great deal of time uh, having those very conversations because I think if we're not careful, um, society can send a message to women that you're in this box and it's about how skinny you are and how long your hair is and how pretty you are and you know whether or not you can make the cover of this magazine or that magazine and so on and so forth so hats off to these officers love it and it's hard to fight that as you know Lisa because society is telling our kids one thing mm -hmm. and so we have to have a strong message at home about empowering them about all their other great attributes well definitely and I think instead of fitting into that mold like oh this is a, a boy profession and this is a girl profession it's anyone's profession yeah. and I think that's pretty awesome that we don't have to put you know people in a box just because of their gender you know and look at i saw in football there's even a, a female ref now for yep. football yep. yeah so we're and even a female coach around. and i just heard about a female kicker there's a female coach the in the nfl point. yeah she's the, or the nba oh is it the nba yeah okay Greg popovich hired one for the spurs ah, okay. but i haven't seen one in the nfl yet all right but so they do have a female referee in the they NFL. Do. And there's a female kicker yeah. that i and i think it's college because i just read she scored an extra point oh wow and you know that's accuracy that's not necessarily who's the strongest right yeah. so that's cool that you know but you got to have some guts and courage to you know stand up to the boys in the football team who might be ribbing you a little when you try out in high school and then continue on in college you know let's be honest i think already you have you're 100 percent right angie you have to have a strong sense of, of self-worth you know yeah. to even break that barrier and good for them and obviously they have parents who support them as well and I think that helps a lot well my girls and you know especially hope and her you know headbands and plastic flowers <laughs> and little pink tattoos and sparkly um you know nail polish we're at baseball and there is a girl on my son's team that is 
amazing. Wow. And uh, at first I didn't know she was a girl because she keeps her ponytail under her hat. And my husband's like, do you see that girl? She's embarrassing the boys. She's kicking their booties. <laughs> you know, and she is so good. And so Faith is like, wait a second. I could be on a boys team too, you know. Yeah. And so Faith is yeah. like, sign me up. But I'm like, well, they already started, so it's a little late. But it's kind of neat that she's seeing how good this little girl is, That's you know, because it's inspiring to her. All right, I have another cool story. And this kind of goes in with, um, I've mentioned, I think, the two of you before, and I'm definitely on the show, that um, uh, Precious Child was started uh, to dress children. Um, and now they dress thousands, tens of thousands of kids around the Denver metro area, you know, who come to school in wintertime without a coat or they have their sister's backpack or they have sandals instead of boots and it starts to snow. And the teacher, what does the teacher do? I mean, I can't imagine how my heart would break if there was a little boy in my class who had sandals, um, his sister's sandals, which I heard was a case. Um, and no boots, and it's snowing. I mean, come on, you've got to help them. So a precious child, the pastor apparently of the woman uh, that started this, said, I want you all to go home and find out what, you know, what's your passion, how could you make a difference? And she started collecting clothes in her garage, and then it turned into a precious child, and now they close ten, clothe tens of thousands of children. Awesome. And in the underprivileged schools, they actually set up a boutique in one of the classrooms. And so if you come and you, you, know, you need clothes, you go to the boutique wow. at school. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so this kind of reminded me a little bit of this woman. It's a separate passion, but we all have a gift. We all have a passion and we don't have to have a ton of money in order to make a difference. And so this woman, you know, she's now have three college degrees. She is a super coupon woman. And uh, when she checked out one time at the checkout, they couldn't believe how much money she saved. I, I think she spent nothing. And the checker said, you are a super coupon woman. And she thought, well, what a great name for me. Well, now she's using that to help others because she's so good at it. My name is Tina Klein and I'm the founder of Super Coupon Woman Foundation. It's where we help those in need with coupons and kindness and give back to our community with the help of extreme couponing. I got the name Super Coupon Woman because I was shopping and I got over $100 worth of stuff and paid nothing for it. And the cashier said, wow, you really are Super Coupon Woman. So I liked it and I kept the name. When my kids were little, I was going through a divorce and things were hard for me financially. Even though I didn't ask for it, random strangers would step up to the plate and help me with whatever I needed. I wanted to give back to my community to do what others did for me. I started Coupon in 2008. I learned from Coupon Mom and she encouraged donating to local food pantries. So I just wanted to expand on that. My very first donation, I took $50 and I turned it into 200. And then I started asking my friends and family to turn in their coupons so I could get more items for free. And then I asked the community to start turning in their coupons to the local food pantry so I could get lots of items and help as many people as I could. How cool wow. is that? And I just, you know, it's a simple thing. Mm -hmm. If you're good at it, it's simple. I'm not, I'm but not. that's not my gift. But, you know, we all have, like, I try to do a ministry on the radio and started that basically as a ministry, not necessarily a way to make an income initially. And Lisa, you volunteer and you um, are a victim's advocate. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Moreland, please, I mean, you get calls all the time. And in a pastor's position, you use your gift to minister to people. That's what you do. I think one of the things I see and one of the common threads I see in these stories that people often miss is we think we have to do something grand in order to do something like Bill great. Gates. Yeah. And I, I think what we miss is 
you hear about it when it's great, but you real you don't realize there's oftentimes years of uh, effort behind that before you hear about it. Right. Where they've been making an impact for years and years and before years and years the before they ever make the news. And so my encouragement to people is find your passion, your gift, your talent, your whatever you want to call it, and ask yourself how you can put that to work for other people. Uh, and, and then just do keep, it. To dip your toe in. Yeah. Maybe it's tutoring a kid Take one a hour chance. a week. Yeah. Maybe it's you know um, sponsoring a kid or you know yeah. working with, um, as a mentor at the Denver Rescue Mission at the kids shelter yep. or at the crossing. Yep. I mean, a volunteering at the animal shelter. Like what? What makes your heart sing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we talked about that last week on what makes you happier is to the gift that you have. How can you share it with others? And you're right, Pastor Merlin, it doesn't have to be this huge grand thing. But couponing, you know, I'm bad at it. I, I'll admit and I don't have the patience for it. So it's something that if something comes easy to you, look what you can do and run away with and, yeah. and right. definitely help the community. So don't think something. is Oh, this is insignificant or this won't help anybody. But yes, you're passionate. Passion definitely can. That's and exactly right. And again, Tina's a mom. She went through a divorce. She went through a very difficult time herself, and she wants to give back now. It reminds me of this little guy, Isaiah, um, that I interviewed a couple of months back, and his family been homeless. His dad has PTSD. He returned from the military, and they were homeless numerous times. And now that they're finally back on their feet and getting some help, um, as you mentioned, Pastor Moreland, having, you know, you serve in the military, um, that they have better programs now. So his dad's finally getting some help through the VA, got a home. Home. And so what is he doing? He asked his mom if he could save up his allowance and start sewing clothes along with his mom because she sews. She taught him how to use the sewing machine. And they have boxes and boxes of clothes and dresses and things they've made for homeless kids. And when I interviewed him, I expected some, you know, really in-depth, you know, why you do it. He said, because it's the right thing to do. Wow. That was his answer. That's because it's the right thing to do. Amen. And he just was really quiet and shy. And he said, well, we, we were in a bad position, and now I want to give back because it's the right thing to do. And I, I, I tried to interview him and get him to answer more things, and that's what he had to say. That's, he just kept, it's the right thing to do. Says it all. Yeah. So, you it, know? Does. it really does. It really does. Yeah. Okay, so let's listen to part two. And again, Tina's a mom, you know, without seven degrees, without a million dollars. She's a great couponer. Tina has a really giving heart and wants to give back. She just wants to pay it forward. When Tina called, I was really excited that she wanted to focus on the Bridge Connection and giving donations to us this year from the items that she coupons for. It will also help us at our Adopt-A-Block with the clothes and toys that she's donating. No matter how small, it really makes a difference for our guests. Once I made my very first donation and seen how it could help other people, it inspired me to keep going and reach higher amounts, so I would create different challenges for myself. I did two $500 donations, and then I did a $1,000 donation, and then after that, I created the $100,000 coupon challenge. The 100,000 coupon challenge is where couponers across the nation go on social media and we work as a team to reach that goal of 100,000. Our third year, we actually did reach the 100,000. It's really overwhelming to go through the pictures and see all the donations. It helps a lot of people. It is exciting that I was able to do that or lead that and inspire other people to do that. So what do you think, Pastor Marlin? You know, one of the things that crossed my mind as she was talking is you may look at something like couponing 
and you think, oh, this is no big deal, or I'm saving a few extra bucks. But we're talking about food. I mean, imagine food. Yeah, imagine the economy that we live in now, being able to save a needy fam or even a not so needy family money on food, something that they buy all the time that we will always have a need for. Uh, my wife got pretty good at couponing when she was staying right. home, and I was amazed at the money that there really is an art to it. It's not there just a matter art. of looking in the paper and seeing a coupon. I mean, when you start doubling them up and tripling them up and using them on the right day, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, isn't it's, it? yeah, it's How a hidden thing that that you got to figure through. And I have to tell you, when you talk about food, um, I just think about my mom's senior apartment complex. And mom has us, so we feed mom most of her meals because, really, she's with us six days a week, and she really only goes back to her apartment for an escape, you know? Right. And for a lot of those people, their check, like if all she had was her check from the government, um, it's 700 and some dollars a month, about 700 and her rent's around 600 So right. how would you survive right. on $100 a month? Right. She wouldn't be able to. But there are a lot of people that don't have their family to help. And then probably someone's thinking, well, why didn't your mom have a retirement account? Ah, uh, because we live in low-income housing, and because she worked in a factory, she didn't have a high school degree, and she was raising four kids, and right. she got pregnant when she was 17. So let's be honest, right. she didn't have much time to catch up in life. Right. So now... Um, they have, um, it's a Douglas County Task Force. Right. They come to this senior um, kind of lower income apartment mm -hmm. complex and they bring food once a month and they they count on that and they get a box and it helps them throughout the entire month sure. with canned goods and it might just be canned peas and corn and a little bit of bread and you would not believe how much these ladies uh, you know and gentlemen look forward to that food and how it helps them sure. get fed for the rest of the month well i also know some schools do that for kids on the weekend because kids don't have food you know and that's where they worry about because Obviously, the schools provide the free lunches and things yes. like that, free breakfast. But then on the weekends, they really worry about what kids are going to do for food. So sometimes they ca um, pack care packages and things the like weekend that. The backpack exactly. program. Exactly. So definitely, her skills are much needed. I'm poor at that. Talk about patience. I don't have patience. <laughs> well, Pastor Merlin, just to, in the good news department, you know, for a couple of years now, you've been in someone else's church. Yes. And then we meet, you know, later after the other church ends. And it's a beautiful facility, yes. but it's not ours. So you don't have an office there and you can't keep a lot of things there. And so now you've been waiting and saving and planning and... Yeah. Uh, by God's grace, we were able to secure a building. So we are officially under contract uh, to purchase a building in Denver. I, I still remember, you know, two, two and a half years ago, someone asking me, how are we going to be Denver Christian Bible Church in Aurora? And I just kind of off the cuff said, well, I guess God will have to give us a building in Denver. You know, I didn't think much of it, but that has been something in the back of my mind, you know. And we'd looked in buildings in Aurora, and so I'd been kind of contemplating, do we need to think about a name change? You know, I don't want to send the wrong. I remember we had dinner one night, uh, our families, a delicious barbecue, by the way, <laughs> um, and uh, um, you said, well, do you think we should change it to like Aurora Bible Church? It's DCBC. And yeah. your wife and I were like, no. And you're yeah. like, well, what do you think Aurora thinks of us calling it Denver Christian Bible Church? And I'm like, they're fine. <laughs> They've had their feelings hurt before. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah, so I'm excited. We're in the process of due diligence and all that stuff. But um, we're hoping to be owners, you know, close on the building by mid-November. And, and by God's mm -hmm. grace, we should be able to move in first of the year is our hope. So. Love Are we going to have a big party? We are going to have a big oh, party. Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, we? yeah. 
Yeah, we yeah. are. Absolutely. Well, I, I just want to mention, too, for people listening, if you are having a hard time getting your kids connected at church, that Thursday Connect is something that my kids had really connected with. And uh, it's at Denver Christian Bible Church. Thursday nights we have dinner and then Bible study. And every other week, Tyra, who is the singer for our women's conference, yeah. sings as well. And she's mind-blowing. So on October 3rd, if you come to my women's conference, you'll get to see her. And uh, I'm just so... Um, a touch that she volunteered from your church to yeah. uh, come, you know, be with us. Yeah. But uh, my kids really have connected, and they don't connect oftentimes in a Sunday school setting. So the fact that on Thursday Connect, they really have, um, I don't know, felt God's presence in their hearts. That's been Amen. really wonderful. Yeah. And how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? DenverBible.org or 303-223-6133. And it'll be in Denver now. Can you get the location yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, and we're going to talk about childhood things. Things that you used to do that you could do now that could bring you lots of happiness. That's the coolest segment. We'll be right back. You're listening to KLVZ and KLVZ HD, Brighton, Denver, and online at klvz.com. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. I would love for you to come to our women's conference on October 3rd. Michelle, Ron, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about fabulous things to make you better every single day. And I'm going to talk about attitude and choices. Make the choice to come. You'll be glad. And I'm going to talk about becoming a victor rather than a victim. And with some stories from my childhood and what I overcame that I hope will help and touch you. Robbie Yopes, you went last year. You'll be the MC this year. What was it like last year? Life-changing. It was amazing. Please come. Don't miss out on this. Invest in yourself. And Tyra, you're my favorite singer in the United States of America, and you're going to be singing for us. How is it to be involved this year? It is exciting. I can't wait to see what God's going to do. He's going to do something pretty darn awesome. Amen. It was my dream to have like a Women of Faith Denver type event, and that's what we had last year, and we're having it again this year. It's on October 3rd. If you're feeling low, if you're feeling blue, if you need to pick me up, if you need a hug from Jesus, please come. Go to AngieAustinRadio.com. Click on Upcoming Events. When achieving your dreams is a bit more difficult than you thought, Infinite Nation is here to help. Carrie Conley is the co-creator of Infinite Nation, and she knows that when your vision is big enough, you can create infinite success. Go to InfiniteNation.com to learn more about the upcoming Vision is Victory workshop on August 27th and get your tickets. During this all-day event, Carrie will teach you how easy it is to get yourself on the right path to making your big dreams a reality. She will show you how to reconnect with and clarify your vision and create measurable and achievable goals for the short and long-term success. If you are unable to attend the Vision is Victory event on August 27th, you can still make your dreams a reality by requesting a free Vision Check phone call with Carrie Conley. She will help you discover how easy it is to get yourself on the journey to achieve your dreams. Call 720-331-8693, 720-331-8693, and go to InfiniteNation.com. Hi, it's Angie Austin. Have you ever thought about mentoring someone? Well, guess what? We need you. The Denver Rescue Mission needs mentors for kids and adults. Hello, Alexa with the Denver Rescue Mission. So how can we help you? Uh, you can sign up to be a mentor for a child or an adult, um, people who are um, in one of the Denver Rescue Mission programs. Um, and you basically sign up at denverrescuemission.org. And for mentoring, there's a little bit more involved. You may have to do a background check and some of those things. But it's uh, a few times a month commitment. 
commitment and you can spend, you know, an hour or so with a kiddo or an adult and really pour into their lives a little bit when they've come from some some situations in their lives and just be a friend. Yeah, be a friend. And you've been mentoring someone and you find mentoring that young gal very satisfying. I do. I'm mentoring a 14-year-old girl and it's been just a blast. So I really encourage you to, you know, look into it. And give us your website again, denverrescuemission.org. This is a good place. I really like it. This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Break and sorting the different Brick Break stuff also. Then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts on there and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. We know that God loves us, and He gave His Son for us. This is where love lives. 810-KLVZ. Welcome back to the good news. Pastor Moreland had to head off to the military base. He's a military uh, chaplain. He's yeah. an important guy, yeah. you know. Yeah, Air Force. Yes. Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's so busy. And they have six kids because they're getting ready to adopt two more. Isn't that crazy? And a church and a new building. Woo! Yeah. All right. Therapist Lisa is still here with me, and we have a couple of topics we want to talk about. And then Carrie Conley is going to join us um, in about 10 minutes and talk a little bit about Lisa. So many people don't um, achieve their dreams, and they get lost in their goals, and they don't know how to, like, they don't have a roadmap to reach if their goal is Maine. Maybe they end up accidentally in Florida, and you need, like, a map. She calls it a vision. And so Carrie's going to give us some um, advice on how to reach your goals and dreams. She's always got some good advice for us. Okay, but let's start with this topic that you know I love, and this is seven childhood things that you could be doing that could bring you happiness and health and make you healthier as well. I I I believe I believe I will combine the word <laughs> I believe I agree and believe in this. So you know, and I think if you watch kids play, they're so carefree and they're in the jubilant. moment. Jubilant, right? yeah, yes, or is it jubilant? Jubilant. Don't ask. They're very a effervescent. They're filled go. with joy. They're effusive <laughs> with their excitement keep going Angie. okay i think i've got it got it okay so the first one is the coloring book break that out oh my gosh that is so hilarious because you know who likes to do that right there see that producer no not jorge jorge imagine jorge no that's why i'm shocked amigos come with me i've got my crayons and let's color there's a great mermaid coloring book i have for you no no jorge would Funny. never color all right moose. Moose. yes and moose i i color. like to color i like to color it's too fun. You, you know what and also that it helps with anxiety because you're just releasing a lot of art therapists use coloring and now they even have coloring books for adults 
you know, where yeah, like, just yeah, big, yeah. you know, adult, I don't know. I, ha- I don't have some them, that so. you can use with like big fat markers or yeah. uh, colored pencils. They have, uh, you know, and I, I ordered a couple on Amazon and I got my girls a few and, and myself a few. And they've got really beautiful artwork that you can do with colored pencils. That's very intricate that's, and it's very soothing. Yes, it is. You know, and I have a funny story. I have a son who's 16, who's six foot one. You wouldn't believe it yes. from me, right? So Every time we go to a restaurant, my little guy always has to order the, the big guy, um, you know, the kids menu because it comes with the coloring book and he colors. I just have to say he's, that's hilarious. He's a macho boy. I have a former but... news director, Carl, if you're listening. Um, he he has uh, how many kids does he have? Five. And he loves to color with his girls. See? It's hilarious. So... He's like six, five. He's it's a funny. gigantic man. But it, it he loves really... to color helps with the anxiety it helps you get just in you know relax center yourself and be free and i think you know our friend steve munflat mcgrew who's a comedian he said that it's a great way to keep creepy people away from you on the airplane because he said if you're a grown man with tattoos and a beard like he is and you break out a coloring book people think you're completely nuts so they they don't try to talk to you they leave you alone on the airplane but nowadays now that they're hearing our show he might have to change his tactic right right. they might say do you have an extra page (laughs) can i color your other page (laughs) that's funny oh gosh i love that all right all right what are these child things to do that we can still do as adults that make us happier and healthier so the next one is an iffy one so it says climb trees but basically climb anything you know you can climb a rock you can climb you know I don't hiking know. yeah climbing rocks and what I do is like I'll go up in the clubhouse with my kids and climb up the ladder and get up there and we'll even do homework up there sometimes and Perfect. yeah climbing running jumping just doing kids stuff and again this not only helps with releasing anxiety or you know stress it helps with in creating endorphins serotonin so actually there's chemicals in your brain that is produced in a better way to help with that so that. just to let you know that so anything movement and we talk about we don't use the word exercise right we talked the word about the word activity I love it. it's, it's right? a therapist I right. don't exercise Angie as a therapist right we call it activity <laughs> exactly we increase our activity and come on climbing is an activity right it is I love hiking and climbing rocks yeah. and I don't know. I just love to be outside smelling flowers and it's just exhilarating. So that's a good one too. If you watch a baby because everything's so new in a baby's yeah. eyes. They'll like taste a rock. Right. Like they want to taste everything, everything smell everything, look, look at, at everything. It, and they're so in the moment. We can learn from that too. Be in actually. the moment. There you go. Yeah, don't go to the dog park like I was the other day with the kids. They've got a great dog park near my house where they have a stream, and you can actually take steps down and take off your shoes and run with your dog in the stream for like a couple of miles. It's amazing. Anyway, I look over, and these people, instead of like running with their dogs or walking or sitting in the sand, they're all staring at their cell phones. Yeah, see, put the electronic. You'll notice on our list, nothing says electronics. Nothing. You know, and we've talked about this in past shows where, you know, parents will take kids to the park and they'll be on their cell phones. They're yes. not really present. And then they'll or come dinner. home. Or dinner. And yes. It's terrible. Turn off the cell phones, right? Look I, at your kids in the eyes. You know, it, it's funny because people have said, what is more important, what's happening in front of you or what you're reading on Facebook or right. something, you know, and you're going to miss out a lot if you're just constantly on your phone. And and. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm glued to my phone too, right? So I, I have to practice what I pe- preach. All right. See, I don't even say that clear. I'm so nervous. Um, find a swing. I love swinging. See, I, see, I can't do it swing, though. But I, you can't. Why? You know what? It, 
I guess in my brain it makes me dizzy and stuff. Oh, does it? You know what makes me dizzy? Those little like teacups now that they oh, have in the parks. St- by the way, the parks are much better now. There's one in yes. Centennial. If you're a Denver listener, there's a Centennial Park that will blow your mind. It is like the Disneyland of parks. And during the summer, they have a water park that's free that, you know, flowers that spray and, you know, little rivers that run through it. And they have a big clubhouse that says adults only. There's a climbing wall. There's like slides built into the hillside and I and like little um like what are those things that you hold on zip lines right and swings that are like these giant circular like like a giant spoon that four kids can get in the swing and swing it's crazy anyway um I swing my husband doesn't mm-hmm. but um that those little teacups my daughter can spin for five minutes in those and not get sick you spin me three times and I am ill. See, for me, I just look at it and I'm ill. So, but that's, but you're right. You know, do what you can do. And so if you can't swing, go run in that, in the water park or whatnot. It's great exercise too. It's great activity, Angie. Yeah, activity. Sorry, activity. (laughs) All right. The next one is daydream. And we've talked about that where you'll lie on, you know, on the grass with your kids and look at clouds. I even have a picture from family camp and one of the ladies, it was a grandmother and she's the total like hippie grandmother that oh she's just so neat she's just fun and she always brings her dog she said look at that that cloud looks like um dumbo and then a dinosaur so i took a picture and when i look back at it it's just a great memory because it does look like dumbo and a dinosaur and it was sunset time and it's fun with the kids to just sit down and look at shapes in the clouds and try to look at like what are they what is that it's so fun you know and again we've talked about so much about being in the moment and with that it allows you to just connect with your child and not worry about stressors at work, stressors at home. You know, you're really present. And I think that's really important. And that yes, makes us be in the too. moment, pay yeah. attention, which is hard for some people to do. We get distracted Definitely. and we think about a million things rather than what we're doing right now. All right. The other thing is we're on now number five. So create something new. Like, so it could be pottery, painting. So going back to art. Oh, at Christmas time, we do like ornaments made out of dough. Perfect. And then we have clay and we press it into a little figure and we make little clay ornaments with different colored clay. Little people, we put wires through their head and then hang them. Every year we have new like homemade ornaments and sometimes they fall apart. Sometimes they're completely creepy. Like I'll be honest with you, the baby Jesus my son made with diamond eyes was a little scary. (laughs) But I will, the fact that he wanted to make a baby Jesus, you know, even though it's slightly resembles what I believe baby Jesus looked like. Mm-hmm. It's just so cute that he wanted to do that with diamond eyes. You know, it's beautiful That's aw- for, to know, me. And I love when you share the stories because the one thing, you know, we talk now that the holidays are coming and we get the stress of what to buy our kids and they want this new game or whatever. That's so much money. But when you look back at your childhood, you don't remember what toys you got. You remember the time you spent with your family. And that's what you're doing, Angie. You're creating memories. Oh, it's so fun. And that keeps us young, right? Yes. You even, you're like the fun mom that brings the stuff to the pool. and we At the pool, we have, um, this is a fun thing, uh, we bought a pretzel. And the whole family can get in the blow-up pretzel. And the pool just closed. But So it's got three compartments, right? And so each you know family member can get in one of the compartments. And then you can hang kids off the side of the pretzel. So our family of five all floats on the pretzel. And then um, I like to have kickboards or I'll bring a ball to float on, um, things to dive for. It makes being in the pool so much more fun. If I, Those ladies who don't want their hair wet, get out of the pool. 
Right. Get out of the pool. And the moms who won't get in the pool because they're embarrassed about how they look in a swimsuit, nobody's looking at you. Sorry. Right. You know, they're just, they're, 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 they're paying attention to their cell phone, probably. They're not looking at how you look in a suit. So get in the water with Or the kids. good moms are the ones paying attention to the kids, so they're right. not even looking at... It's you a know, blast. And you know is. I bought a scooter that's like a stair yes. stepper. And even teenagers stopped me and said, that's the coolest scooter. What is that? It's like a wing flyer. It's so much fun. And the kids scooter and I scooter and I have my own little helmet. You know, and what's really important is you're connecting with your kids. So what's going to happen is they're going to be comfortable talking to you when they have problems and stuff. They I know so. mom will listen to me. Mom hears me. I hope so. Because she's present with me. I know you're going to like this next one. Hug more. Yeah, the, hugging's great. I'm a hugger. When people come into the studio, when they reach, like, yes. shake my hand, I'm like, I'm a hugger. And one girl said, yay, me too. And I was like, oh, that's the best response I've gotten to a hug in a that, long time. And actually, that shows that it does release endorphins. Touch. Touch is so important. I mean, there's studies long ago with children in orph orphanages where failure to thrive because they weren't held and stuff. So touch is extremely important. You know, I, I asked, by the way, um, well, I was at, you know, you always wonder if teachers can still hug. And I think for women, let's be honest, it's easier, more safe for them to hug than the male teachers. Cause right. I had a weird fourth grade teacher and he liked the girls to give him back rubs like when we were on the playground to rub his back. And I always thought, yeah, even as a fourth grader, I thought that was super creepy. Right. And so I was never like the teacher's pet in that class. Um, and I'm like, why are these girls giving our teacher a back rub? It's super creepy. But my third grade um, daughter, as I w went to pick her up yesterday, her teacher, who's so loving, said, okay, everybody, when you leave, a hug or a high five, whichever one you want. You want a hug or a high five? So some kids wanted to hug and some wanted a high five, and she gave them a choice. Is right. that? Did we get number seven yet? No, we don't. Take a nap. You'll like that one, right? When we're Favorite. tired, <laughs> the nap time, right? Somehow we lose that. When our kids are three, four, they have that nap stage up to then. Love right? the nap. I like the nap too. Now you just, you want to be careful because you you don't want it to interfere with right. your sleeping yeah, at if night. If you have depression, you don't want to get too crazy napping right. because my my uh, my my brother used to do that a lot, right? And uh, and he napped. Way, so just way think, too much. you're so active in play, you deserve a nap. Well, I love it. So try some fun things with your kids. And if you don't have a kid, just go for it anyway. Yes. they've got some really neat, cool, you know, bikes and you know, uh, uh, scooters and different things that you can get great exercise on. Have a good time. And right now, I have the excuse of doing it with my kids. So should we talk to Carrie Conley about how to achieve your I dreams? I think that's a great one. I, yes. All right, Carrie Conley with Infinite Nation. Are you there, Carrie? Hi, Ann. How you doing? Hi, friend. We were just talking about childhood things you can do to have fun. And I love it. I especially like the nap one. <laughs> yes, I, we all like the nap. I love a good nap. You know that. Oh, just 20 minutes. That's all I need is mm -hmm. 20 minutes of just complete silence. And, you know, um, my girlfriend used to call them snaps. Just oh, I like snap. that. Yes. I love it. Hey, and I want to tell you, too, um, I just want to mention, you know, Carrie and s several of the women that I admire who are mentors of mine, we uh, got together and decided we'd have kind of a Women of Faith uh, Women's Conference here in Denver, and it's October 4th, and you can go to my website, AngieAustinRadio.com, and click on events, huh. and uh, you can see, in fact, I think today's the last day of the early bird special, Carrie, so if people want to yeah, bring a friend, bless a friend, they can go to my website and uh, get more info on that. And Carrie is one of our speakers. We were thrilled to get Carrie and Angel Tussie, another colleague here. And so we're, we just can't wait. Yeah, I'm very, very excited about that day. I'm sure it's going to be very special. All right, so you want to talk today about us and our vision. Well, yes, and I specifically had a category that I wanted to touch on that I've been kind of in my line of vision this week. Angie is putting boundaries in your life so that you have a healthier lifestyle. And, a, and if you have a business, a thriving business. 
right? It's so, so funny you're saying this because two of my friends are asking me to start having some boundaries. <laughs> mm-hmm. I imagine this is why it's in my line of vision then today, Izzy. Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, we talk a lot about the very gener- you know, generic things around boundaries, like time management, being a better manager of your time, time blocking better, um, having your space, having boundaries around a certain space, like your office space, your home space, et cetera. But there's three biggies that I touched on yesterday with my coaching group that kind of resonated with them that I thought I would share. The first one I told them is that they really need to put a lot of boundaries around the people that they spend their time with. And you and I, you've heard me talk about this many times about cleaning up the front row of your life, right? Yes. Really cleaning up, you know, who you are spending the most amount of time with. Are they the people that are healthy um, and go-getters who are going to help you get to the next level, both personally and professionally? A lot of times we have to look at that and make some shifts in the seats, so to speak. We've yes. got to move some people, you know, further back in the road, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so per- people are, is one thing. But the two that I touched on yesterday that really resonated with my group was, number one, you've got to put some boundaries around your feelings and your emotions, um, especially women really struggle with this. You know, we have a feeling and we act on it. And I have learned through the years, especially if you are a leader in any aspect of your life, um, that you seriously have to learn how to manage emotion. Yes. Because more times than not, the initial reaction that we are having, an initial re- emotion we're having, if we act on it immediately, it's usually probably not the best thing to do. Yes, you got to stop and think. <laughs> Yes. Therapist Lisa is nodding her head right now. She always talks about boundaries. Yes, obviously. And, you know, one of the things that I'm going to talk about is, you know, Angie, when we speak on October 3rd is how I got through losing my husband over a year ago. And I have to tell you that a long time ago I learned how to manage emotion really well, and it served me well going through this past year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time and a place for it, um, but it has helped me stay very strong when I've needed to stay strong for the people who are counting on me. Right. Yes. Especially and then the last, kids. Yeah, my kids and all the people, you know, that I serve in my coaching community. Right. Um, and then the last thing I told him yesterday was you need to put some boundaries around the very the one most important person in your life, and that's you. We treat ourselves so poorly. We would never say and do the things to ourselves, um, to, to other people that we do to ourselves, right. right? Right. And we really need to understand that the number one person we need to protect is ourselves. And, I, you know, to an extent of, I, I literally said, treat yourself as a separate entity. Talk to yourself as a separate person. And understand that putting boundaries around yourself first does not take away from loving and caring from everybody else, because women do that. They think that if I take care of myself, I'm... I'm um, taking away from time with somebody else, and that is not true. I agree. But, yeah, you need to, to take care of yourself, put boundaries around yourself so that you respect yourself. Other people will respect you, too, and you'll probably... Angie, are you there? I am here. We lost you for a second there. Oh, I want to make sure... sorry. So, Carrie, I want to make sure uh, boundaries is such a uh, great topic, and you're going to be talking yes. with us on October 3rd, but if people want to reach you, how do they reach you? Best thing to do is go to my website, which is just infinitenation.com. Excellent. InfiniteNation.com. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Have a good day. You too, Therapist Lisa. I see you nodding during your whole talk. Good, Good, wasn't it? And one thing about boundaries, you could say a two-letter word, N-O, sometimes. Oh, I love that (laughs) word. I love it. I love it. All right. Your uh, your website, Therapist Lisa? LifeSupportInstitute.com. Excellent. We'll be right back with the good news. 
His love expressed for us right here on 810 KLVZ, where love lives. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. You know, do you have dreams that you'd like to reach, goals, desires? Are you hurting? Are you sad? Have you had a loss? I have the most wonderful thing for you. Last year, I said, I'd love to get some of the great speakers from around Denver and have kind of like our own women of faith. So it's called Real Women, Real Issues, Real Solutions. Last year, the women said it was life-changing, and they asked us if we would do it again. So we have six wonderful speakers, myself included. I'm going to be talking about, uh, do you want to be a victim or a victor? Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life, talking about letting go of the past. We're going to talk about reaching your goals with Carrie Conley. Michelle Ron, Miss Senior America, talking about choices and aiming towards Christ. Angel Tussie, radio host on AM560, talking about how she resurrected her marriage and her home life and how to have home life in balance. And no one has a better life than Angel. And Diane Lopes, talking about money and trust. I have to tell you, as a Christian woman, I feel so blessed to be part of this. I would love for you to come. AngieAustinRadio.com for tickets October 3rd in Highlands Ranch. Do you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching. And there's so much love in that church. And I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just... I, I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and, I, and I, I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry. Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus. Thursday night, we connect. You can go to dinner. You get to know people. And then on Sundays, I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning, and I feel I'm always hugged. I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there. And so I feel like I'm growing, but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church. So if people would like to come, how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? Please go to our website. You can download our sermons for free and find out where we are, denverbible.org. This is a good place. I really like it. This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Brick and sorting the different Brick Brick stuff also. Then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts on there and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall, I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. This is where love lives. 810 KLVZ. Welcome back to the good news. You know, I often like to talk about local events and neat uh, goings on around the community, uh, some to raise money and some to inspire and encourage. Uh, I've been mentioning that there is the second annual Real Women, Real Issues, Real Solutions conference. That's basically my conference with my friends uh, that uh, the Denver Speakers Bureau is putting on October 3rd. And uh, just six women that I really admire. Uh, we've got a wonderful singer from my church who's also a friend, Robbie Yopes, who you hear on the show, who is so funny as our MC and 
we're just doing this again basically because we found it to be life-changing for many of the women last year, and we would love for you to come October 3rd, um, and we've got an early bird pricing. So go to AngieAustinRadio.com to get more information. We'd love to have you. And then also an event that will uh, benefit lymphoma research is a walkathon that's coming up, and that's sooner. That's on September 19th, and we have Gigi Hatcher here to tell us why she got involved with this and why she's putting this on. Good morning, Gigi, or good afternoon, I should say. <laughs> Angie, how are you? I am well, thank you. So tell us about this walkathon and how you got involved with all of this. Wonderful. So basically, my business is called Etiquette on the Runway Elite, and we work with young girls and boys from ages 4 to 21. We're a Christian-based family-owned business. One of our young ladies had lymphoma. She was 19 years old, and she's currently in remission right now. And part of our program is not only teaching them the life skills, but also the art of giving back, and which is mandatory. So we decided to come up with um, an event called Let's Beat Lymphoma. The Let's Beat Lymphoma Walkathon Festival is going to take place on Saturday, September 19th. Registration starts at 8.30 a.m., which is held at the Denver School of Science and Technology. That's the one in Green Valley Ranch, Angie. Okay. And the address is 4800. It's 4800 Telluride Street in Denver. 80249. Well, and we can get and, a website where they can get all the, you know, details in terms of location, et cetera, because most people probably, if they're driving, don't have a pen right now. So we'll give the website in just a Got minute. It. But, One, uh, talk about, you know, I know you raised a lot of money last year and it, all yes. the money goes to Team LRF. So explain that. That is correct. So basically, our goal this year, which is the same as last year, this is our second annual Walkathon Festival. Our goal was $15,000, and we were able to raise seventeen five. Wow, so we're very great. proud of that. We had a little over 100 people, and, you know, it was a lot of work that we put into it. It's a lot of fun. Um, so we're hoping to double, maybe triple our number this year on the track. And we're doing it a little bit differently, where we have a DJ, Al Your Pal, who's coming out to donate his time. to play music for people to walk around the track. He'll play music from the 70s, the 80s. They can skip around the track. They can jog, freeze, um, walk backwards, and then they can eat. We are also having lots of fun and games for our family and friends in the community, all over Colorado, actually, and um, lots of eating. And all of the proceeds go to LRF. And I have to say, and that's uh, for the uh, Lymphoma Research Foundation, and I have to say, I always admire when someone has an idea to give back, and it's a lot of work, and that you, you know, take this on and do this because one of the girls that you're working with, um, you know, in your business um, has l- yeah. lymphoma. And I just, you know, it, it, it inspires us all that if you, you have an idea, you want to do something to make a difference, and you've got a passion for it, to just go for it. So I want to make sure, GD, that we get the, the website in case people want to come to the Lymphoma Walkathon and raise money for lymphoma research. What's the website or where, Thank or, you where do they so call? Much. So basically there is a website and it's, it's kind of a long website if you don't have a pen to write it down. Um, I can give my number, my phone number, they sure. can call. You think that would be a little bit easier? What do you sure, think? whatever you'd like. It'd be fine. We're on live radio, so go for it. <laughs> okay, so my phone number is 303-371-6340. 
371-6340. Okay, great. All right. Um, and also, you can go to my website, AngieAustinRadio.com. You can always email me there, and I can get you in touch with Gigi. And Gigi, just thanks for being an inspiration to others and for doing this. Oh, thank you so much for saying that and for having us on your show. We appreciate you, and you do a great job, too, Angie. Oh, <laughs> you, you go, Gigi. girl. Thank you. So again, You're welcome. September 19th for Gigi, and then my women's conference. I'd love to have you come. That is October 3rd. Again, AngieAustinRadio.com. Wonderful. Thanks for listening to the good news. Thanks, Gigi. Thank you. Bye-bye, Angie. Thanks for listening to the good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.